0: Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs. I've been in business since 1994. The purpose of the Method to the Madness is to give you the real deal, tell you what really works, what really doesn't work, and most importantly, why, hence the name Method to the Madness. I want to first thank our very first sponsors. They were with us from the very beginning when we launched this podcast. Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. What a professional team. I saw their team photo the other day on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm like, man, these guys are like really super professional looking. And it's not just looks. They lead sales. So that obviously means they know what they're doing. If you need any help, give them a shout at 386-451-2412. All right. So speaking of social media, I'm going to be a little bit of a, uh, you know, what's wrong with this type of podcast today, which I think you will enjoy, like claims you're going to see on the internet. And I'm going to talk about the reality of them. So, One I saw, I can't remember even which social media outlet it was. As you can imagine, I follow a lot of different, uh, fitness people, a lot of different fitness companies. I'm interested in that stuff. And, uh, you know, mostly I look at a lot of it and just kind of shake my head. And, but that's good. I mean, I really want to see what, People are putting out there so I know what to address to talk to customers, clients, and constantly things come up at the gym here. You know, someone or a client will say, hey, I saw this or hey, I saw that or so and so told me or I saw this video. And I'll say, all right, so tell me what they're doing in the video. And I need to address it because there is so much garbage out there. So this particular one was yesterday. And the influencer don't really know what he was selling. I think he might have been selling himself. Like maybe he was doing some form of online personal training. That's become really, really popular now. Um, You know, and you know, some of it can be good. Like we'll do some remotes here for clients that we know already. And if they travel, we can FaceTime workouts and that will work out really well. I don't know how you start with it, though, and I think really what it's become is people sitting back and taking a lot of people's credit cards and kind of giving them videos and stuff. I think that's what I'm seeing in the general population on a lot of these social media channels versus really personal trainers, you know, knowing their clients and doing what they should be doing with them. So I believe that's what this guy was. But anyway, his claim was... His claim to fame was push-ups, which is fine. It's There's nothing wrong with push-ups. But his claim to fame, his little statement he made, which is completely, you know, if you make an opinion, that's one thing. But if you come out and say, these were his exact words, push-ups are just as good as any chest press or bench press you can do at the gym. And then he went on to show videos of why he felt that way. And they were a bunch of different videos of him, of course, shirtless, doing push-ups. And he showed all of the modifications you can do, which is fine, meaning starting with the wall push-up and then going to like a counter or an incline push-up, and then going to a modified push-up, and then going to a regular push-up and then going to a feet elevated push-up. So all the different levels of difficulty he covered. Again, if you're trying to show people a good progression for push-ups, that's fine. But his point was that if you get to the point where you're doing elevated feet push-ups, well, actually, I'm even giving him the benefit of the doubt here. He didn't even say that, but I thought that's maybe where he was going. That if the push-ups became super difficult they were equal to a chest press and or bench press. All right, so that's his claim. Now, it would be really interesting to know how many people he actually influenced with that. It depends on his following. He didn't look like he had millions of followers by any means, thank God. But you know, some of these guys do, so, what percentage of people might that influence? 25% maybe? I mean, that's where I would put my first bet. I would put that on like 25% of people saw that and were influenced. So that's not good. So now let me give you the skinny, the method to the madness. So strength train, act, strength train in actually fall, falls under a category of what we call Strength training actually falls under a category of what we call DCER, and that stands for dynamic constant external resistance. In the old days, strength training as a mode was called isotonic exercise versus isometric or isokinetic, not to get too far in the weeds with this. But i did want to bring up the new term for it which is dynamic constant external resistance because there's a reason i bring it up so for strength training to be effective it's got to fit those classifications so dynamic means moving okay e external resistance all right so dynamic constant external resistance so The constant external resistance has to come from external, meaning outside of your body. So you need something externally from your body to increase the load. So when we're talking push-ups, that is only going to get you so far. Now, again, I'm here to explain things to you. So that's the first problem with his statement now not that push-ups can't make you stronger because in the beginning your body weight alone even though it's internal it's your body weight your body weight alone may give you a sufficient load to get stronger especially if you can't do any well by doing a few you have naturally gotten stronger all right now the big problem though is that number one if you can't do push-ups you have to start modified or on the wall which is one thing again we can build up and do that but the problem becomes once you can do 15 or more you're now venturing into what we call muscular endurance and muscular endurance and muscular strength are not the same thing muscular strength is getting stronger moving more external loads muscular endurance is doing more and more of the same load don't get me wrong both are great but one is strength the other is endurance now we need both so i would argue that there's it's very hard to find an upper body exercise better for endurance than a push-up but as far as strength goes Well, how are you going to add load once you can reach 15 reps? And the deal is, if you're around 15 reps or so, that's 75 to 90 seconds if you're doing them right, if you're doing them with good form, which you know if you listen to me, form is everything. So once you're into that length of a set, you're beginning to really get into muscular endurance. And if you go beyond 90 seconds, you are wholeheartedly in muscular endurance. So people that can knock out 50 push-ups or something like that. They that's a lot, of course, and that's very hard. And it's a great endurance test, which is why many of the military academies still use it. But it does not improve your strength after a given point. I would also argue it's not great for novices either, because let's say you need to do upper body pushing, which we all do And you really can't do push-ups very well for whatever reason. They're not the easiest exercise to learn. And I'm not ragging on push-ups. I like them. But I would never begin with them with, with people. And I wouldn't end with them. Like they're a good supplement to a strength training workout or can be a good supplement. But they're not the best by any means. We need an external load. So, for example, on a chest press machine, which I use probably most for the majority of my clients. Why? Because novices can use it. If you sit down on the machine and do, quote, no weight, although the handles weigh eight pounds, so you're technically doing eight pounds, you can start with eight pounds. And we can put multiple 45-pound plates on it so the very strong people can use it. but. With any form of a chest press or bench press or dumbbell bench press, anything where you're using weights or plates, you can increase the load. And that's the only way, ladies and gentlemen, to get stronger. If you're not using more weight, you are not getting stronger. So for this guy to you know make that claim, number one... He's doing it so he can show off with the shirt off. I mean, look, that's fine. He had an okay physique. I'm not being overly critical. I I mean he was okay. Uh, you know, I've seen far more ripped people doing these types of things. But that's not even the point. But I kind of believe that's why he was doing it. Maybe to recruit some people to direct message him to inquire about his training. Number two. He was, and this is the funny part. I mean, he thinks he was really good at push-ups. The bottom line is I would really, really, if he was working with me, I'd be all over him on his form. Like when he was trying to show how to do one arm and one leg push up so you have one arm on the ground, one leg on the ground, the other two are elevated. I mean, he was rocking all over the place. He definitely wasn't doing it like you're supposed to, but he thinks he was. So I think that's why the second reason why, he was pushing it and maybe he doesn't have any equipment. So sometimes people that don't have a lot of equipment try to sell body weight exercises as the ideal way to train because it's all they have access to. And then they try to tell people it's the best rather than just be honest and say it's what I have because I, I definitely believe you can use what you have. I don't think you need to have a lot of fancy equipment. But I do think you always need to tell the truth if you are a real personal trainer that knows what they're talking about. So, no, ladies and gentlemen, the push up is not the best upper body exercise beating the bench press and beating the chest press. I would put it far below those two because you are not able to increase loads. And again, for people that are not very strong, it's a very difficult motion. Like even wall push-ups can be challenging. I was working with the mayor's fitness challenge, and we worked with people over that came to the class, and it was a lot of people who were novices to strength training and were older, and they struggled with wall push-ups. And you know, if we had access to different kinds of weights where we can lay back, we would probably do things differently, but. You know, it is something to do for people that don't have a lot of equipment, but to sell it as the best is just not right. And back to that point though, it was challenging for them. Like it was far easier for them to do a lot of the dumbbell exercises in their chairs than it was to even do wall push-ups. So it's not the greatest exercise to try to teach novices how to strength train with by any means. All right. Again. I do them, I don't do them all the time to be honest. I think that there are better measurements um, for myself, but I will throw them in. So I'm not hating on them. But to call them the best, no, sir, not at all. Nothing beats DCER, dynamic constant, external resistance. We need an outside plate, weight, something, dumbbell to make us stronger, or we're simply working on. Muscular endurance. If you're traveling and you want to exercise, you don't have access to a lot of stuff. Absolutely, something is better than nothing. And yes, if I'm out like on trails a lot and I'm not spending a lot of times indoors for a few for a week, I was going to say a few weeks. I never travel that long. I get too homesick. But then, yeah, I'm going to do a lot of push-ups and bodyweight exercises because I want to try to maintain fitness. But to get stronger, we need loads. Okay. So if you have any questions like this, if you see something online that you want me to address, I would love to. I'd love to answer these kind of questions. All right. Speaking of love, I love Overhead Door of Daytona Beach. They are the area's best garage door company. They've been in business for 100 years. Zach and Jeff Hawk own Overhead Door Company. They are clients of ours. I've known them. I've known Jeff for 30 years. They are great human beings that are in it to win it like they this is their life i mean you want people that put their life into their career because they really really care so if you need any help with service or new garage doors give them a shout at overheaddoordaytona.com.